So I'm super excited to announce that the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care has partnered with Flat River Infusions as a corporate sponsor. Now, who is Flat River Infusions? They are a North Carolina-based hemp and CBD company that provides all natural CBD products. The owner of Flat River Infusions, Nick Sagan, has a pretty powerful family story to tell. I would encourage you to go to their website, flatriverinfusions.com, and read about it. But just to let you know that Flat River's products are non-GMO, gluten-free, full-spectrum, and broad-spectrum CBD oils. There's a quality product that's grown in North Carolina, and you can't really say that about a lot of the CBD products on the market today. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know what the quality control is. And you don't know what other channels those products have passed through before they actually get to you. Whether you're looking for a wellness product to add to your routine or an all-natural plant product, Flat River Infusions is here to help. Their products help support healthy body functioning, as well as help support healthy growing muscles as well. My favorite product is the CBD Herbal Salve which comes in a little glass container and you can literally rub it on your joints or any sore muscles. And within 30 minutes, you feel better. It's amazing. I love it and I use it daily and I would encourage you to do the same. If you are interested in checking out Flat River Infusion products, please go to their website at flatriverinfusions.com. And any purchase that you make when you mention our show, please use the coupon code CUFITNESS, the letter C, the letter U, fitness, and receive a 20% discount on all of your purchases. Hey, hey, everybody, it's Allison Kaczkowski. I am your host and welcome to the ultimate journey of self-care. I hope that wherever you are on this Tuesday morning, you're doing something fun and positive for yourself. So if you've been following me for a while, you know that I always, I love having the opportunity to interview some of the most amazing people, I think, for, for this show, just because I feel like I love giving people a platform to tell their story, but I also love to hear other people's perspectives on their own personal journey as to how, not only how they view taking care of themselves, but what self-care really means. And also what they're actually able to do with that in terms of making it an essential and critical part of who they are. And if you've been following me for a while, you know that I've interviewed some entrepreneurs. I've interviewed just, you know, people who I've interviewed people in corporate jobs. I've interviewed you know, all other coaches, I've interviewed all kinds of people that really, and I do that for a reason, because I feel like, you know, we have a lot to learn when we listen to other people. We learn from what works for them, but we also learn from the mistakes that they've made too. And that's why I love to give airtime, especially to another entrepreneur to hear her story. And today, uh, my guest is Rita Ferugia. She is from Palm Beach County in Florida. She and I were able to connect online through a podcast group that we belong to. She is also a health and fitness entrepreneur. She's got a really unique thing going that I'm going to let her talk about. Rita, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. No problem. I, um, my journey, yeah, my journey has been interesting. Um, you know, throughout my journey, I you know, I was involved in a lot of like toxic behaviors, like overeating, using sugar to deal with stress and anxiety, um, not moving my body as much, you know, when busy, when I was working in the corporate world, being so busy with work and then coming home and, you know, being tired, letting that stress overtake me and not using healthy, you know, practices like doing more yoga or just moving the body in general, right, whatever that right. And so it's just so easy to get caught up in, you know, coming home and not 
utilizing that discipline to kind of like, okay, let's just deal with stress in healthy ways, opposed to just, you know, going for the cake and wine or whatever it is, or the drive through. Right. So, and that took a toll on me, you know, actually I gained an additional 80 pounds in the past. I've lost it. I mean, I started learning um, how to eat healthier and take time out to do meal prep and cooking healthier meals and learning how to schedule out on a routine basis, mm-hmm. my yoga sessions, meditation sessions, mm-hmm. even meditations. I mean, I, I love meditations. I've always kind of incorporated meditation, but more so um, moving the body. That was yeah. something that I had to like really yeah. struggle with in the beginning because we're so stuck in our heads, you know, for work. Like we're always thinking, okay, what do I have to do today? So yeah, our minds um, are always going a mile a minute. I mean, yeah. really, I think if everyone's honest, their mind is going a little faster than they are really. Yeah, absolutely. And well, a big part of it is, you know, we use our mind to, you know, complete our to-do list, you know, performing our job, you know, talking, having com- work conversations, meetings. I mean, we're always using our minds. So it's so easy just to stay there, get yes. caught up in the mind and abandon our body. Yes. You know, we abandon what we're really feeling in our body. And therefore this dec- decreases our intuition. Like we're, we're not really tuned into what we're really feeling if we're not tuned into what our body's feeling. And um, so, and this just further wreaks havoc in, in our system, our nervous system, our ability to connect with ourselves and connect with other people. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and we can see this actually as a illness in society too, if we, you know, if we, we stop not connecting as much to others, but it starts with connecting with ourselves. That's right. Right. We can connect with others better. So So you're also, so you're also a health and fitness entrepreneur. So why don't we talk a little bit about that? Kind of, how did you get started working for yourself? So that was a little bit of part of it. Um, I was, uh, I had a successful career as a digital marketer working for big brands like Merck and Pepsi mm-hmm. and Eli and so um working in corporate and it was really toxic and I was always you know I was the girl like I actually would run meditation classes at lunchtime and you know I was always the girl trying to mitigate the toxicity in the workplace um as as, as best to my ability you know it is a competitive environment egos get involved and so so I've always was into personal development throughout that journey uh-huh. um, and health and fitness. So I got to the point where I kind of like wanted to have my own, you know, health and wellness business, have an e-commerce site. Cause I was always learning about new products to help with self-care. And it was right. always a, like what I heard from a friend or, you know, if I was watching Shark Tank and like maybe the product that they were, whoever was trying to pitch their product, it was a great product. It was always haphazard. Right. Whenever I would just for a great product. So I got the idea. I'm like, well, why don't I just curate all the great products that I, you know, discovered through all these different mechanisms. Like it's, you know, either through a friend or, you know, through maybe I'm, I'm on an airplane, I'm flipping through a magazine, those airplane magazines, and I see the product, you know, it's just, so I wanted to curate products that are great for self-care in one site. And so I wanted to combine my love for digital marketing and my love for health and wellness into one. So, right. so I, that's how I created happybeingwell.com, a self-care e-commerce site for women. And it's not just products 
um, for your day-to-day self-care needs. And it's also, you know, I want to empower women. So there's a lot, I want to have more educational pieces to it. Like there's a great blog to it where you can get educated on essential oils and crystals and how you can cleanse your crystals and what each crystal does and what it's good for and how it amplifies your meditation practice and such. But I also, in the future, there's going to be more video tutorials, uh-huh. you know, on how to use the products and more education around it. And so you can get ideas and you get more inspired to use a product in, in your day-to-day life. I know for me, like it took me a while to really invest in having, using good quality skincare products on a day-to-day basis. And then and it just feels great on my skin. It's also part of my meditation as well is using okay. facial cl- facial clay masks. Um, and I incorporate my affirmations while I do when I when I put the mask when I do my facial care. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels really relaxing. It relaxes the body when you're using 100% organic mm-hmm. ingredients. It just so what would you say then? I mean, I love hearing how excited you are about you know about this because you, what you're really saying is is that. You know, it's more you like having the products that really help you help bring your view, your vision of self-care to life. But what I'm really hearing you say is that you love what it actually does for you and how it makes you feel. So how does that relate to really what your view of self-care is in general? Self-care really is taking like I think the first step is realizing your worth, you know, taking the time out to use your energy, use your time to take care of yourself. Because, you know, in my earlier days, like, let's go back to my university or high school days, I wouldn't really do that. I mean, maybe a little bit, but not really. And Uh a lot lot of it to do is worth like just getting, you know, just not really putting in a lot of worth and into doing that. And I think once I started doing that, that's when I amplified my self-love because you get benefits. It's just like working out at the gym. Like the first hurdle is getting, going to the gym. Uh-huh. And once you're there, it feels amazing. And you ask yourself, well, why am I not doing, oh, I'm gonna, and then you start saying, I'm going to do this every day, but you never do, even though, you uh-huh. know, I've done that. So it's because a big part of it is, is self-worth. And uh-huh. it, me a long time to realize I had to amplify my self-worth and I had self-worth issues and I wasn't even aware of it. Uh, Uh I thought I had, I thought, I thought I was amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, you know, I think that's obviously what we all want, but, but I, I, I love this angle that you're, that you're, that you're giving because I'm hearing you say on one hand, how important it is to, you know, recognize that you have worth and, be able to, you know, invest and spend money on yourself, you know, in ways that actually make you feel good. But on the other hand, what do you say? What's kind of your view here? here, Here's why I say this. I personally think I hear from a lot of people that self-care is about getting a massage, treating yourself to a manicure and pedicure, you know, letting yourself go to a nice restaurant or whatever to, to eat and enjoy. But what do you say in terms of it's more than just the investment? You know, the investment is really kind of the front of it. But what do you say is really like the outcome that you want from that besides just the improvement in self-worth? And here's why I say this, is that people can spend a lot of money on themselves and still not feel like they're viewing themselves any more positively. It's almost like it's a front. What do you say to that? 
Mm -hmm. I say, you know, this is where I, it's why I incorporate my affirmations when I put my facial clay mask on. So we live like, I, I'm very busy. I'm an entrepreneur. So I've learned how to fuse, you know, my practices into one. Uh -huh. And I, so saying, I say my affirmation, I say I'm every day I'm getting better and better in every way as I'm putting my clay mask on because you know, I always say the best way to hack whenever you're feeling really stressed and you, or you just had a really busy day and you don't feel like doing a meditation to, to use to de-stress yourself or even do yoga. The best hack is to jump into a hot bath because the water naturally calms your nervous system down. And therefore you're more clear, you're calm, it's peaceful. Mm -hmm. You can, you're de-stressing. And then that's when I do my guided meditations in the bath and mm -hmm. I use products that amplify my ability to have a great meditation session. Like for example, putting salt in it further relaxes your muscles, Epsom salt, the bath bombs, you know, the, it, it has essential oils in it. So it further relaxes yeah. you. It just, it's not just hot water, like hot water is great and it does its job, but I mean, it just, you're just using stuff to amplify that. And that's where I fuse the personal development techniques as well. So you definitely need to work with your subconscious mind and the, taking care of yourself in terms of like the skin or the hair or moving your body like, you know, yeah, okay, your body's gonna look better as a result of that. But it's not just that it's not just about the physical appearance. And of course, when you see your physical appearance, I know for me, when I lost 80 pounds, and then I started taking really great of my skin, I did feel better about myself. You well, know you're I mean? right. I think that's a big piece for a lot of people is what they see in the mirror. But it's really addressing what's behind that too. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. So you definitely need to do the work, you know, in terms of either that's affirmations, paying attention to your limiting beliefs that you've acquired from past traumas, um, or any past situation, you know, we have so many and it's, it's, it's always on peeling an onion on layers of an onion. It's never ending process. Like we have to yeah. like work on ourselves every day. And well, I think um, every day that's evident, regardless of if everything's going well or not, you know, that everything we go through is like peeling back layers of an onion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the minute we leave our house, we can have a, a horrible encounter with a neighbor or whatever it is, or just a stranger, you know, at the, you know, on the airplane or whatever, uh, or a coworker, you know, mm -hmm. it's just, it's always there. We're always going to run into mm -hmm. somebody projecting their traumas onto you. And it's all about how you react to it and what you know is truth. Mm -hmm. And so that's the result of the programming that you have in your mind. Yeah. So paying attention to your programming that's been programmed there from, you know, as a result of all the institutions, like the parental institution, school and media and mm -hmm. colleagues and friends that we've gathered along the way, you know, that's been in, imprinted upon us. And most of the time, you're not even aware of what's been imprinted upon you. So going through a hypnosis to identify, you know, what it is, um, and you have to go into a theta state to really, truly really uncover that. And you can do it through a guided meditation as well, because in guided, it's also theta, you're in a theta state. So, yeah. theta so, is so really what I'm hearing you say with all that is, is that, you know, you, you have a choice as to how you want to start your day. 
And the moment that you get involved in your life, there are always going to be these distractions. And so to be really clued in and intentional about how we want our day to go is a really key part of allowing us to stay in that space, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so tell me too, a little bit about, I mean, I know you talked about like your weight loss journey and, you know, some of the things that work for you, but, you know, let's say that, well, let's not, well, let, let, let me, let, let, let me rephrase for a minute. Let's say, especially now with the coming out of the pandemic, what do you think really, as far as self-care goes that, that in your, what you see from the people you talk to that you really think people are struggling with the most? Oh, <laughs> there's so many different, um, some people I know it's have, like, how much time do we have? Right. <laughs> some people unfortunately have developed agoraphobia, um, of leaving the home because they got so used to being in the home. Yeah. And, um, plus some people have underlying health conditions, like whether that's asthma or what, what have you. And plus combine that with, um, getting used to being in the home and plus with the amount of fear going around, you know, they've de- literally developed agoraphobia yeah. where it's like they, it's very difficult for them to yeah. get out of the home. And some people um, have taken the opportunity of being at home more to further develop their self-care practices, you know, strengthening their meditation practice, getting into yoga for the first time, because now the online yoga training has com- is completely amplified. It's become yeah. so popular. Yeah, there's a, a lot that's amplified online, really, over the last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah. we've had no other choice but to live online. Yeah. Um, and some other and some other people, um, you know, I don't know. I well, you know, my circles and pretty much is really positive. Uh, but I, I, from what I, you know, some people probably choose to live in fear more, or where that looks like they're they're being triggered. So, ever you know, some people have a lot of fear that they're carrying around prior to COVID. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, you know, whether there's traumas there, whatever it is in their as a part of their personal past history that they've just never dealt with or yeah. never even up or not even aware of. And so well, I just, I, what I, the way I like to view that is, is that I think, I think obviously people are more hyper-focused right now, but I also think that people are just a lot more sensitive. And I think it's, you know, it's like you and I were talking about before we got on the air that, you know, that, you know, every challenge is always an opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's probably been my biggest lesson over the last year. And in spite of the fear and how fast everything changed and now that everything's opening up, it's like, you know, yeah, there are probably some things that have come up for a lot of people, but we still have that opportunity to decide not only do we, what do we want to do about it, but how can we turn this into something where we're actually going to learn something? And I think for a lot of people, as far as how they do themselves, that really is still a big opportunity. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. For sure. And yeah. there's many opportunities. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you think you've done different as a result of the last year? I mean, I, I'm always interested to ask entrepreneurs that, especially entrepreneurs in the health and fitness space, because I think people just assume that we just go, go along like normal, like nothing's ever wrong. We always get our workout in. We always eat well. We always you know, do all check all the boxes and do all the right things. I've had a lot of people ask me that. Well, like, well, do you ever have a bad day? Well, do you ever have a day where you just eat a whole bag of cookies? Do you ever have a day where, you know, you, you know, just quote unquote, fall off the program, you know, and, and I, I don't necessarily like to look at it like that, but I also think that 
you know, we're also people underneath all that too. And we're human. And of course we're going to have bad days. So, so, you know, I'm, I'm just always interested to ask other entrepreneurs where they are on, on that spectrum, as far as the last year has gone. What I've done more of obviously spend more time online because more people I've been online connecting with women globally. I mean, Mm -hmm. and nationally online, like been, you know, discovered clubhouse. And so that gives me a perspective of like everybody's where they're coming from at it because, uh, and you actually have a room on clubhouse. You told me, right. On Thursdays, you run a room on Thursdays. Yeah, All right, well, we'll make sure before before we sign off that, that you share that, but I'm sorry, go ahead and finish what you're saying. Oh, I was just going to say it's called Mind Shift for Life Shift, and it's a powerful group of women where we come together, um, they're mainly, mainly they're entrepreneurs, and um, just coming together in terms of how, you know, my background's in neuro-linguistic programming, so I do share, I just, you know, uh-huh. I don't take on clients anymore, but, um, but I, so I just, I'm very generous with helping sharing strategies and techniques on how mm-hmm. to identify traumas, release them, yeah. eliminate a bad habit, install a new habit, um, how to upgrade their identity. Well, I'm sure your skills are going to be in high demand over the next five years or so, because I really think that as, as people continue, as we slowly quote unquote, get back to some semblance of normal, I think that there's going to be a lot of you're going to see a lot of ways to put all your skills to good use. I, um, you know, I do see, I think that in a lot of ways that there's the pandemic kind of served a purpose of um, putting a huge spotlight on, you know, things that were no longer serving at the individual level and at the level as a collective as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, take it because everything slowed down and yeah. everybody, and was aware of all of the societal injustices, um, you know, in terms of racial, systematic racial stuff. And, and also, too, on the individual level, like we saw tons of marriage, like we saw the marriage rate, divorce rate uh, increase, right? Yeah. So yeah. Were, a lot of people were involved in dysfunctional relationships because they were so busy yeah. working. They, they, it, wasn't, it wasn't like front and center for them, you know, so. Right. Yeah. And. So this was an opportunity literally just shine a big spotlight on everything that was wrong, whether yeah. that in society or on the individual level yeah. in every person's personal life. So I think that's where the opportunity to improve lied, you know, like literally forcing you to see the dark um, because we're all so caught up in this busy go, go, go day to day life. Yeah. I do think that I, I think you're right. I think for a lot of people, it's it was a big choice. It's like, okay, do we do we work with what I like to call the pink elephant in the room? You know, and when you're busy, like consistently, you you sort of you you know it's there, but you don't really have the time. You know, don't really make the time to to deal with it and you know figure out a way to navigate, live with it, live without it, whatever your choice is. And so I think a lot of people were suddenly in a container that they weren't accustomed to. And so I think what's come out of that, what I've seen is, is that I've seen people dial in more, but then I've also seen people kind of find something else to, to take their time as well. And so I think as a, especially as a fitness professional, it's, it's, I feel like we're, we're starting to see some of the effects of that, at least in my space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's say someone out there is listening to our conversation and they're, 
they're thinking, you know, I really, I'm, I really, this is really heading home for me, but I'm really not exactly sure where to begin today. Cause I always want people to walk away from my show with at least one piece of information that they can implement right away. What would you say the, in your opinion, the best thing that they could do to start? I would say the first thing to do is for me, it was meditation, but doing meditation when I first started my meditation was very difficult to do on my own by myself because the, you know, I'm an analytical person stuck in my mind, you know, I'm an introvert. um, So of course I'm going to be in my, I'm in my mind. What I did was I would go and do group meditation classes that really helped strengthen my personal at home alone meditation practice. Um, because there's something powerful when you're part of a group and everybody's doing it. Yeah. Plus you have a meditation instructor guiding you to do it. So you're going to do it. You're going to breathe a certain way. Um, you're going to learn different techniques to calm your nervous system down. You know, one technique is like, you know, just plugging one side of your nose. Yeah. And breathing. Um, you don't have to be sitting in the lotus position either, you know, with your uh, legs crossed and your back straight. Um, you can be lying down, you know, especially if you're older and you do have some back, you know, not everybody can sit in a lotus position. So, you know, just learning different little techniques to help you. And also just by be everyone doing it and having yeah. that feeling the energy. Okay. We're all doing this and you're not alone. And therefore you kind of do it. You just do it. And yeah. there you get used to meditating like that, how to meditate. And then when you do it alone, it's much more easier. Yeah. And um, also, but still, I mean, it's always going to be a struggle, even if you do group meditation classes, um, because we live, there's always distractions. And plus our our body may be feeling a little tired or, or, oh, you get a call from a friend, let's go for dinner or whatever, you know, it's just, it's just the way our life is in our North American society. So what, so really what I'm hearing you say is that even though it might be difficult to start meditating that for you, since it's been so helpful and effective for you that, you know, for, for someone out there who's struggling say, and they're thinking that this could be something they could do. What really, what you're saying is just, just, just do it, just pick a time, start doing it, do it your way. And, but give yourself permission is what I'm hearing you say. Um, get support and help. Yeah. Um, there's no, nobody can jump in. If you're a beginner in meditation, most people just, you're not going to like, yeah. you know, be a pro or even you stick to it. You know, you need the support and help. So group classes, number one, uh, number two, guided meditations. Uh, they're free on YouTube. There's like, there's so many apps now. They're just, they're all over the place. Yeah. Guided meditations on my podcast. Um, uh-huh. I mean, they're all over. It's very easy to access. So guided meditation is a great way to start too. You just listen to the med- you know, the facilitator telling you what to do as well. Um, and that will help you again strengthen your meditation practice, where yeah. you can start doing it on your own and maybe do tra- and, and transcendental, which is a quiet meditation, is very uh, helpful and powerful as well. I would definitely recommend doing transcendental, not just guided, but guided is great too. Yeah. Um, so there's many benefits of meditation. You get more clarity, you have more energy, reduces depression. Yeah. You, sleep quality and sleep is so important uh, for day-to-day functioning it reduces brain fog as well um your intuition strengthens with the regular meditation practice Mm -hmm. and you're better able to be in a positive mood and you want to do more wellness activities as a result of being a strong meditation practice that's why i recommend meditation as number one 
Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, great. Well, so it's really been fun to talk to you. Um, I'm glad we were able to work this out. What, where can people find you? They can find me on Instagram um, using my handle happy being well and on Facebook happy being well. So facebook.com slash happy being well, instagram.com slash happy being well. And of course my website, uh, happy being And also speaking of meditation, they can download a free ebook on easy ways, easy techniques to get into meditation if you're having difficulties meditating. So I do. Oh, wonderful. Is this on your website? Yes. Under, uh, if you click on the, um, um, the resources tab, I believe, or okay. blog. Okay. Under blog, Terrific. Yeah. So Great. There, awesome. I'm sure mm-hmm. there are going to be some people in my audience listening that will definitely take advantage of that. So fantastic. So Rita, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you, um, you taking time and, and, um, I know we had some, some challenges, shall we say, in getting everything scheduled, but we were able to work it out. So I appreciate you, you making time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. I enjoy talking to you. It was fun. And, um, and hopefully everybody gets to meditate more and download yeah. that, Yeah. That, you know, just by looking at a candle flame too, can help you get into a meditative state. So oh, I love that. That's a, that's such a helpful tip. So I love that. All right. And if anyone out there is listening, just know that Rita has like a tremendous amount of, she has just so many resources that you can take advantage of. Definitely go over to her website at happybeingwell.com and take advantage of that free ebook. It's, she said it's under the resources tab. And you can also find her on Facebook and Instagram. And all of those links are in the show notes. So please make sure you take advantage of that. Um, and I just want to say before I sign off, just how thankful and grateful I am for all of your support of the ultimate journey of self-care. When I started this whole podcast thing, I had no idea where it was going to go. I just knew I had a calling on my mind and my heart to talk about the whole journey of self-care because it is a journey. It changes as you change. It evolves as you evolve. And the most important thing about self-care is that you find things that actually speak to you in a way that serves you, in a way that you can live your highest life and at the your most highest potential, especially now, now that we're coming out of the pandemic in general. So uh, we are heard around the world. Um, we're heard in over 25 different countries Every week we reach new people and I could not do it without your support. And if you're feeling inspired and you want to become a supporter of the ultimate journey of self-care, please go to our website at CU Fitness, the letter C, the letter U fitness.com and click the podcast tab. And right there, you'll see that we have three unique offers where you can support us. These are one-time contributions. And when you do that, they're like anywhere from 10 to $50, uh, you'll get a free gift from me and a swag bag. So um, just know that we appreciate uh, we appreciate every every little bit of help because this allows us to continue to share our message and share our mission because our mission my mission on this planet is to share the gift of a fit life with one million souls and you all are all part of that mission and vision for me. Um, if you're not in my Facebook community yet, please come over and join me there. Living your ultimate life through fitness and self care. And you can also find me um, on Instagram. I am Fit Style Gal on Instagram. And again, all of that is in the show notes as well. One more time, I just want to say thank you. This is Alison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care signing off today. Um, You are one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one. 